and sisters, today we continue to look at the pillars of faith, which we began looking many footballs before. We're looking at the pillars of faith from the perspective of their significance in our lives, how they would transform our character to make it the character of the Qur'an, the character which follows the characteristics of Prophet Muhammad about whom Aisha anha, when asked what was the character of the Prophet like, she replied, His character was the Quran. He lived the character of the true believer which the Quran teaches. The Quran when followed, followed sincerely, transforms the follower, transforms his or her character into the exemplary character of the truly righteous individuals in this life. And this is what we should be striving for. And that is why we have stressed the importance of understanding the pillars of Islam and the pillars of faith from the perspective of human character. They are all geared towards modifying, changing, improving, correcting human character to bring it to that optimum level about which Prophet Muhammad had said I was only sent to perfect for you the highest of moral character traits. Today's pillar is the pillar of belief in the last day. Belief in the last day. Belief in the last day first and foremost means belief <clears throat> that every human being will die and a time will come when they will be resurrected. Every human being will die and a time will come when they will be resurrected. When they die they enter a world, a spiritual world, known as the Barzakh. Part of belief in the last day is belief that when we die, there is no coming back in this life. Once we die, a barrier is set, the Barzakh. Nobody can come back and nobody can communicate. And we should have no doubt about it. Because this is a misunderstanding found in many parts of the Muslim world. Not truly understanding 
وفي يوم الآخر means that there is no coming back either by way of thought by way of help by way of deeds etc there is no coming back it is a one way trip the concept of reincarnation is completely rejected by this belief and it is not a belief which Prophet Muhammad brought into the world which was unknown before it is the same teaching of Prophet Jesus and of Prophet Moses and Prophet Abraham and of Adam himself Prophet Adam the first human being and first Prophet of Allah so the idea that we may go to the graves of those who we consider to be holy men righteous men pious individuals and call on them to help us is a false idea this is a trick which Satan has placed amongst people to fool those before us the followers of Jesus they believe that also they pray to the saints this is particularly amongst the Catholics who are the first of the deviated Christians Protestants came after them and rejected certain of their practices but they were the first that dominated the world of course they weren't the first true followers of Jesus the true followers of Jesus didn't have this belief and they didn't practice these things but the Catholic world believes firmly in saints they have a saint for everything if you lose things there's a special saint for that if you want something which is impossible there's a special saint known as the saint of the impossible if you're going on a journey there's another saint his name was Saint Christopher except that about 25 years ago the Pope announced to Christians the world over that he was a fake that there was really no Saint Christopher so he should be struck from the list of saints right but they have saints people who have, were righteous people in their consideration who died and they call on them that is a trick which Satan has done among people to believe that we can call on others besides Allah when Allah told us very clearly in the messages before and in the Quran call on me and I will answer your prayer it is only through the calling on Allah only you do we worship and from only you do we seek help that is the true belief and that is the consequence of belief in the last day so belief in the last day for it to be true requires that the believer does not call on anyone besides Allah who has died no matter how pious he may be even Prophet Muhammad should not be called on giving salams to him he said yes give salams to me wherever you are but he didn't say call on me 
And if that wasn't ended, he would have said it. Just as he was, it's easy for him to say, give salams to me wherever you are. To let you know you don't have to go to his grave to give salams to him. You can give salams to him anywhere. And Allah will carry it to him. Allah will carry it to him. Have it carried to him. But he didn't say, call on me and I will answer your prayer. He didn't. And those who promote that, promote a lie. A lie of misguidance, which is in fact shirk. This is shirk. Calling on others besides Allah is shirk. So belief in the last day is a belief which requires giving up these ideas, these false ideas of calling on others besides Allah, who cannot help us in any way in this life. Secondly, belief in the last day involves belief in the supreme justice of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But that last day, the resurrection, is a resurrection for judgment. And that judgment will take place. And that judgment will be fair and just. Because Allah is ahkamul hakimin, as he describes himself. He is the most just. And his judgment is really to let us know let all human beings who have ever existed in this world know without a shadow of a doubt that he is the most just. There would be no doubt on that day. If Allah willed, he could have created us and placed some of us in paradise and some of us in hell. He could have done that right from the beginning. As Aisha anha reported that he said, وسلم, Don't you know that Allah created paradise and hell and he created inhabitants for each? Don't you know that Allah created paradise and hell and he created inhabitants for each? So from the time he created us, he could have put us straight in hell or in paradise. However, he allows us to live out our lives and to know at the end of this world that if we are going to hell, it is because we chose it. And if we are going to paradise, it's because of the mercy and the grace of Allah. Allah in the Quran describes some of those who will be going to hell, what they plead with Allah about. They don't plead with Him about the fairness of His judgment. Instead, Allah says in the 32nd chapter, that is Surah Sajda, verse 12, If only you could see the time when the sinners will bow their heads before their Lord, saying, Our Lord, we have now seen and heard. So send us back and we will do righteous deeds. Indeed, we now believe with certainty.
They plead for another chance. To go back and do righteous deeds. They don't question Allah's judgment because they know that they have chosen their own path. But what does Allah say to them? In Surah Al-An'am, Allah says there, but if they were returned to this world, they would certainly go back to what was forbidden to them. Indeed, they are liars. Indeed, they are liars. Because if Allah brought us back to this world, He would bring us back understanding this life as we understand it now. He wouldn't bring us back with the understanding of hell and paradise as a certainty. Because then, what would be the test? So if we came back to what we are now, we would end up doing the same things that we did and end up in the same place, asking for the same thing. Give us another chance. So Allah is most just. And at the same time, He is most kind. His grace envelops us. On that day when the judgment comes, we will know with certainty that it is the grace of Allah for those of us that are blessed with being on the path to paradise. We will know with certainty that it is only the grace of Allah that put us there. Not that we didn't make any effort, because of course there will be effort. Allah's grace is for those who make the effort, not for those who have made no effort. Now, belief, belief in the Day of Judgment, belief in the Resurrection should be real in our lives for it to have an impact. We commonly say things that we don't really believe. We commonly say things that we don't really believe. So, if the time comes, if the judgment comes, and our claim to belief in the last day is a false belief, it's a false claim, then it will be of no benefit for us. It will be of no benefit for us at all. So it is very important for us, here and now, to make a sincere commitment to belief in the last day. To truly accept this concept of the last day in our hearts. So that it can have an impact in our lives and in our actions. Because if we are no different in our actions, in our attitudes, in our way of thinking, in our conversation, in our dealings with other human beings around us, from those who don't believe in the last day, then we have to question what is the state 
truly of our belief. So what is that character? What are the characteristics of those who believe in the last day? First and foremost, one who believes in the last day has a calculating personality. Calculating personality meaning that he or she is very careful about what they do in this life. They're careful about their deeds. They check themselves regularly. Check their intentions, check their actions, check their goals. They're constantly checking themselves, taking themselves to account. They follow, for example, the well-known statement of the Prophet ﷺ, that whoever believes in Allah on the last day should speak good or be silent. Whoever believes in Allah on the last day should speak good, فَلْيَقُلِ الْخَيْرِ or be silent. So we have to ask ourselves, is that how we function? Or is much evil, much corruption, much inappropriate statements coming from our tongues? Idle talk, useless talk. If that is the norm of our conversation, of our communication, then we have to say that we truly don't believe in Allah on the last day. Because that's what the Prophet said. Whoever truly believes in Allah on the last day will either speak good or be silent. So we should be known amongst our co-workers, amongst the people who we live, our neighbors, our friends, we should be known as a person who only speaks good. If we are known as that, then that is confirmation of the sincerity and the truth of our belief in the last day. The more true that belief is, the more good we speak and the less evil we express. So we have a scale. We are able to measure it in this life. Because some people say, how can you judge the degree of a person's belief? The question comes, how can we judge the level of our belief in Allah on the last day? Well, the Prophet ﷺ gave us this scale. <coughs> it is possible to judge ourselves. <coughs> and we need to consciously think about what we say. What comes out of our mouths? Because it's proof. It's proof for others around us, and it's proof for ourselves. Very simple, but difficult to achieve. Very simple. The principle is not complicated, but difficult to achieve. It requires real work. Because the temptations to join people in corrupt, useless, mindless, evil speech is great. 
That is why most people around us are talking. Most people around us are not praising Allah, remembering Allah in their speech. They're complaining about this, or complaining about that, or slandering this one, or backbiting that one. That is that's what that's what is the norm of our speech. We just stop and think for a minute. What did I talk about since Salat al-Fajr this morning? Since I woke up after Salat al-Fajr, what did I talk about? What do I talk about at my workplace? What do I talk about with my neighbors, with my children, with my friends? These are the signs. Alhamdulillah, we're still living. We're still alive. It is still possible for us to catch ourselves and correct ourselves. And that's why the Prophet ﷺ gave us the scale. And this is the importance of belief in the last day. The other characteristic is that one should have a firm and uncompromising personality. A firm and uncompromising personality. One who sticks with what is good because he or she knows they will be held to account. As Allah said in Surah Al-Ma'idah verse 100, say, the evil and the good are not the same. Even though the abundance of evil may amaze you, the evil and the good are not the same. Though the abundance of evil may amaze you, when we look at the world around us, and we see so much evil, and the evil seem to be getting away with it, then it might seem to us, what's the difference? What's the difference? When you go on your job, and you find your co-workers committing offenses, pocketing money, stealing property from the work. Everybody's doing it. Nobody's getting caught. We just replace these supplies every month. You're tempted. Though you know in your heart this isn't right. This property was given to you to use in the office. It is for the office use, not for your personal use, not to take home, distribute amongst your family members. But everybody else is doing it. And they seem to be getting away with it. So the pull to join them is great. But if we believe in Allah on the last day, we stand firm. When everybody says, come, it's all right, don't worry about it. We say, yes, I'm worried about it. You may not be worried about it, but I'm worried about it. Because I know the consequence. I will have to meet it at another point in time. As the Prophet ﷺ said, know that whatever property of your brother that you take, 
it will only be fire in your bellies on the day of judgment. Whatever property of the brothers that you take will only be fire in your bellies on the day of judgment. That is the end result. That should be enough to stop us. The last major characteristics, and of course there are many characteristics. The last major characteristics is a confident characteristic. That one has a confident personality. One does not worry about others. What may seem to be that they may get away they are committing evil. There doesn't seem to be any judgment for them. They don't question this. They are confident that doing the right thing will benefit them on a day to come. Doing the right thing will benefit them. As Allah said, هَلْ جَزَاءُ الْإِحْسَانِ إِلَّا الْإِحْسَانِ is there any reward for good other than good? No. So we do the right thing, we feel confident that we will be rewarded for it. If we choose not to take out the loan from the bank to buy a new car and we instead use the monies that we actually have to buy a used car, we are blessed with that used car. Even if it breaks down and we have to pay more money, we are blessed with every real that we pay for that used car. Staying within our means, rather than buying that nice shiny new one, where everybody at work will say, MashaAllah, Alhamdulillah, Mabruk. Everybody is very much pleased with what you have. Very attractive car. You feel good. You feel proud. Your family feels happy when you go driving it. Everybody's... But the used car, people are there, you know. Nothing to be proud of. It just gets you from A to Z. That's it. But no. That that one, that cheaper one, that you have spent your money in, for the sake of Allah, avoiding the interest, the mortgage, any form of riba, you're trying to avoid it, doing the right thing. Know that it's blessed. And Allah will multiply it on the day to come. And you feel confident about it. You don't feel like, okay, I'm doing it because, yeah, that's what I'm supposed to do, but really I wish I could do the other one. And, you know, in your heart, your heart is still there, right? You're doing it. Well, because, you know, Dr. Bilali said in the khutbah, we shouldn't, okay, I'm not going to do it. But in the heart, we're still attached. We want that shiny new one. No. The true belief creates in that individual a sense of confidence. They know it's the right thing. And they know it is blessed. And they don't feel ashamed because there's nothing to be ashamed about. Shall we be ashamed about pleasing Allah? That is a big mistake. We should never feel ashamed about doing the right thing. 
So this is what belief in the last day calls us to. And Prophet Muhammad wasallam, he was that example. He was the classical example of what we just spoke about. And that is why Allah told us, إِنَّ اللَّهُ وَمَلَائِكَتَهُ يُسَلُّونَ عَلَى النَّبِيِّ يَا أَيُّ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا صَلُّوا عَلَيْهِ وَسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا This is why Allah told us to ask for peace and blessings for the Prophet For the example that he showed us of one who believes in Allah in the last day. Someone who had the world at his feet. Lived in a simple mud Home. Slept on a bed of fronds from the palm tree, covered by a thin skin of leather, which didn't prevent the fronds from sticking through and leaving the impression on his body when he would get up. This was the example of the Prophet of Allah. He was confident of the world to come, of the day of judgment. He didn't feel ashamed to live simply. And he discouraged people from elevating him. So when he would come among his companions, and they were all sitting down, and some of them got up to stand for him, as they had noted that the peoples in Persia and Rome would do when their leaders came amongst them, he told them, no, don't stand for me. One who desires people to stand for them in this life will be standing in the hellfire in the next. He forbade them for standing for him. And when he sat with his companions and people came from other regions, to meet him, to discuss with him, and they would come and they would look. Where is he? Where is the Prophet? Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Where is he? Because they were expecting to see somebody in fancy robes, you know, sitting on a throne and looking like an important figure. But he was indistinguishable from his companions. They would just say, oh, he's the one over there, the light-complexioned one in the corner there. Very different from the rest. And he felt confident about it. And that is the example of simplicity, of confidence, of one who was conscious of whatever he did. He would always ask people, did I harm anybody? He would ask, if anybody was harmed by me, inadvertently let me know so you can get your right back. He was known in his household by his servants who would say, he never commanded us to do anything, he never chided us for doing anything wrong. A person who was careful about everything that he said and did. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the awareness of the last day.